You're listening to the Modern Web Podcast. For more podcasts, videos, and events, find us online at modern-web.org or follow us on Twitter at modern.web. That's M-O-D-E-R-N-D-O-T-W-E-B. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Modern Web Podcast. Hanging out here with Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey! <laughs> this won't make the final cut, but we all just clapped, and I got to look at the waveform. It, it was kind of software. Cool. It was, and we didn't even really plan it. It was like a loose countdown, and then we nailed it, which yes. is like a really good sign that this podcast is going to go well. Anyway, thank you so much for yes. having me. Yes! We're on the 68th floor. Uh-huh. building yes doing render yeah i feel like a big city kid doing <laughs> render render do we just say render or do you say render atl i, I feel know. like it's like render atl is it yeah render but i don't know if you say render people will know what you're talking about i've yeah, been okay. switching back and forth but i think we're gonna go, i'm gonna agree we're gonna go render atl <laughs> Well, um, uh, my name's Tracy. You can follow me on Twitter at Lady Lee. I'm one of your co-hosts today, and I'm here with Jessica, my guest co-host today. And oboist. Yes. And oboist. And oboist. Yes. yes, I am Jessica Wilkins, and former oboist, current oboist, and software engineer, and mm. yeah. <laughs> and you can follow her on Twitter at CoderGirl1991. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Chris, tell us about yourself. What uh, is your current bio? <laughs> my current bio? I... I need the internet for that. Um, <laughs> no, I work. I, 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 I co-founded a company called CodePen with my co-founder Alex Vasquez, and uh, yeah, he's, he's he's up in Seattle. I'm in Bend, Oregon, and we're just working hard at that. I also have a podcast as well, though, with my friend Dave Rupert called Shop Talk Show. So I know I'm a little familiar with the world of, of podcasting. So, um, CodePen. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about your journey, like new stuff, new features, like what's on your mind these days? Yeah, yeah. If you were, you know, if you were trying to follow the development of CodePen by just like using the app every day, which I hope that you do, you know, some people do that and get value out. You'd be like, man, this this neighborhood hasn't changed in a in a while, you know. But there's some value to that. Sometimes it's it's actually kind of nice to use an app where you're <laughs> it doesn't change under your feet all the time, you know. It's, it's not, reliable. Re- yes, that's a good good word for it. But we, we haven't we talk about it plenty, so we have a podcast there too called Code Pen Radio. It's on a little bit of a hiatus, and the reason for that is because we got so sick of talking about what we're what we're working on in the future. Like it's such a huge project, and we'd be like, well, we can't tell you exactly what it is, but it's coming <laughs> soon. And that's still true. We we just decided at one point that like, man, this is a cool product, but we we wish it could do so many more things mm-hmm. that a certain amount of re-architecting it was necessary and we're in the middle of that and it's the biggest project I've ever taken on ever and it needed to just need it just needs time yeah and we work on it with our entire staff every day all day and we think and we plan and we meet and we build and we do all the stuff and someday it's gonna, someday it's gonna come out. So yeah. there's a little bit of grind aspect to it, but that's what it is. It's you know it's gonna be CodePen 2.0, the yeah. next generation CodePen. A total is it like a UI UX thing, or is it more like the refactoring underneath or web performance? If or? it's something, it's in there. Yeah, it's everything. It's, <laughs> it's everything. Yeah, uh, uh, and some kind of you know some gambles. Yeah, on on what we think an online editor that processes your code can be. 
adding a little chat GPT in there? No, you know what? <laughs> I, I hate to give away the farm, but no, I, I, I'm interested in that stuff. Yeah. I see certainly that's interesting. But I think you can sprinkle that. I'm kind of hoping that, <laughs> I don't know, at some point there's so many companies that have productized that stuff that we can be like, I'll have an AI, please, and swipe yeah. our credit card and, yeah. and, and get one. Maybe that's not as innovative as people would hope for, but like there's just so much energy in that space right now. I'm busy on some other stuff that yeah. I'm like, I will use your energy later. Yes, yes. <coughs> kind it's, of. It's funny because like I feel like, you know, in the beginning, like, you know, I, I remember when I first started learning how to code, I was like, I'm going to build every website myself. This is going to be the most amazing thing ever, right? It's so easy to spin up with I the I love CLI, that spirit, yeah. Right? And then you're build like, it. hold up, Squarespace is fine. Well, <laughs> Life that. is better. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I do now. I'm just like, look, let just put it on Squarespace and life is fine. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Or Webflow, right? I mean, it's just... I like just, Webflow, yeah. Yeah, there's what, so many... That, but so the, we just started a spectrum. <laughs> there's the, I'll use the CLI to spin up a tool all the way down from super scratch land to Webflow, which is like a visual builder kind of thing, but you're still pretty in scratch land. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's some templates. I don't know. I haven't used Webflow in a while, but I, I'm familiar with the product. Yeah. All the way on way on the other side is just like Squarespace where you, uh, I hesitate to say you can't code for it because maybe they have some kind of fancy developer tools, yeah. but most people don't, right? Yeah. You mm -hmm. just WYSIWYG it up and yep. drag some stuff around and, and get a website. But there's all kinds of stuff uh, dotted into that spectrum. Yeah. You know, lots of Shopify developers, for example, who who use their platform to build e-commerce sites, but then get their hands in that code and do all yes. kinds of fancy stuff in there. But you know, I talked to a guy the other day. He's writing a song, kids' song. It's called uh, uh, "Why Are We Out of School." It's kind of a tongue-in-cheek <laughs> thing to, that that explains why your uh, your kid might be out of school on any given day. The website's not built for it, but hopefully, it will be soon. We'll put it in the show notes if it is. And he's he's kind of wondering what what should I do to build this? And I was like almost like frozen in my tracks. Like, what is it? I mean, it's, the, the temptation is to say Squarespace yes. or, 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 or the like. And I can, you know, there's a couple of, like, indie Squarespaces, too, that I might point people to just because, I don't know, you know, Squarespace has enough money, you know, and there's some different takes on the genre that, that I appreciate. But there's, like, you know, other, you know, it could be a WordPress or... or, or but you, before I can, you can make that choice. I mean, your consultants, you're better at this than I am. To point somebody to a technological answer, some more conversations have to happen. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Does it need e-commerce capabilities? Who's updating the thing? How often is it going to be updated? Are you hoping to have a CMS-like thing to produce more pages? Do those page are those blog-like or are they more landing page-like? And you know, I don't know. Those are just the beginning of a questionnaire of stuff. But if I make that questionnaire too long, then our little after work conversation where we're talking to a website, he's like, whoa, bro, I gotta go. You know, like I wasn't yeah. hoping, I, this isn't a Well, I think for anybody, meeting, anybody right. who's just like trying to do something easily, you know, because I mean, development costs money, right? Like huh, these people ever. are like, oh, you know, there's this uh, one, um, you know, pet food store in uh, Baltimore that we were talking to and it's like, well, yeah. what's your budget? Because the thing you're talking about is probably about $50,000 to build. Okay. You know, and he's like, oh, uh, like a few thousand. It's like, okay, well, let's just, you know, Squarespace or you know, something else that's easy because, oh, I don't have the money to maintain it. You know, like, 
there's just so many complications I feel like truly with, did but you, then did you, but, and then and then if they say two thousand dollars is a yeah. budget then you're not the right no no yeah but what I find really interesting is because you know we have actually um, in recent times been doing a lot of Shopify development oh you have but it's because Shopify developers are like but I want to use Next. I want to use React. I oh, want to whatever. And you so you can kind of, can't you? All over well, that. you can. Yeah. And they are. So, you know, same thing with WordPress, right? Now it's all of a sudden. Ooh, oh, that I can use death. React. But it's it's like such a thing. I feel like because I think a lot of these like, you know, I don't, you know, you, you talk about a spectrum, right? But like, you know, people who use WordPress or you know have have a little bit of stuff built in, like Shopify. Yeah. They want to be more developers, whatever whatever that means, right? I mean, it doesn't mean they're not developers, but they want to like use React, use Next, like use these things that are exciting. Mm. So now the internet is becoming even more complicated. <laughs> Yeah, that, it does sound terribly complicated to me because if you're like, I'm going to use a framework that is outside of what Shopify offers, I don't know if they consider that true or not. I'm sure that they yeah. would love you to use Shopify no matter what tools you have. But like, what is the I don't know the the happy path? Yeah. On 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 or or the or the less work path. If you're going to like just use their APIs and totally bring your entirely own stack, otherwise, what are you getting out of that? Yeah. Relationship. Are you getting like a cart, or do you have to build your own carts? Well, it's like Are a lot of e-commerce stuff. Yeah. So, okay. So, like the calculation of how much tax there is if you're shipping from Omaha and shipping to Texas or something. Yeah, it, stuff it, like that. Yeah. Just like a lot of the built-in stuff, and I also feel like well, I can see that even valuable. if you play and want to kind of like extend your Shopify stuff with React, Next, etc., it if you if you are a responsible developer you know you can build it in so that the person who is not the developer you know who needs to maintain this in the long run doesn't have to go into the code and figure it out and ask a developer mm. every time something needs to be changed etc cetera, et cetera. right because shopify is a bit of a, a cms too right like when yeah. i make a new product then i upload some photos right into their system and i set the price and stuff i just mean that like now i'm this react developer and instead of instead of there being some template that just spits out how much tax there is on this particular product i have to write my use git state price hook right. that hits their API to get one thing and that's one of like 90 hooks I have to write from scratch and I'm like why am I even doing this am I doing this just because I like react or just because my boot camp taught me that that's the, the tool to use or am I using it because it's the right tool and I'm not trying to dump on it it's just that's just a question yes it's just like I, I just want to understand that well again it very much goes back to you know I think well I could do this on my own you know or do you know do I do I do I just use what's out there I'm all about what's using it what's out there these days Heck yeah I think the tools make it really because I mean I've been on a few recent client projects with using both Webflow and Shopify and it gives you enough flexibility where if you need to go in and kind of customize it and whatnot yeah. and it, it's I felt like right. both yeah I felt like both times like you know and, and my other team members had the same kind of thought process where we were able to kind of go in and so add relatively our relatively pleased with both products yeah yeah I, I really didn't have any well, complaints nice about it and we were able to kind of execute what the clients wanted yeah. there. Okay, so. well, answer me this. Then. How, was there a cart? Like, could I buy 
if I add something to a card and then change the quantity to three or something. Or yes, that's the so we here. just used their built-in like Shopify. Like we didn't have to write any nothing. You, write you any just got a card already. for free. Yeah. But how does yeah, it? Yeah. How do you put the card in a Webflow? Is it a component? Yeah, so for the Webflow one, we were yeah. specifically just using it for a set of like marketing pages there. Um, oh, and but then, by the time they're adding something on a cart, you've left Webflow. And now yeah, and then that's when we oh. moved over. Yeah, so that was like two I different see. projects there. And so the Webflow project was nice because it was like they, they had a very specific projects. like vision of like, we want these set of marketing pages. And then it was like, oh, okay. That was my first time working with yeah, Webflow. Yeah, I can see Webflow. And playing around with it. Butt at landing yeah, and I, I, I like that. These and these and these. And, 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 and what I've always kind of liked about it is that it, it's not it's not trying to convince you that CSS doesn't exist, right? It's it, still yes, like yes, it's exactly. still like this thing is grid. Exactly, it literally yeah, gets yeah. display grid on it, and you know <laughs> that's nice. It's like I don't know, good job. Whereas whereas I'm, it's not like Squarespace is literally trying to convince you that CSS doesn't exist, but they when you drag stuff around, it's not like exposing. Right, this, right. This element. Or they have like their own absolute. version of CSS and you're like, wait, is that how it's supposed to work? And it's yeah. like, I thought it worked differently. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to edit your spacing top variable and you're like, spacing top right. isn't real. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's not a real thing. So, no, I mean, I totally feel you. But like, um, well, okay, so going back to code, how long has CodePen been around? Well, we're over 10 years. Oh my gosh. We're over 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah been a hot minute right mm -hmm. a long time the, you know the, the the point of it is that you it's, it's like it's like a playground or whatever it's an online code editor it's not the same as vs code or whatever although that's you know that it, i will give away that that's kind of where we're heading that we we would hope that you could have a more professional code editing experience on it uh -huh. right now you land there and when you make a pen which is what we call like one creation on CodePen, there's an html box a css box and a javascript box you can change the settings of those boxes to say like i want that to be in typescript and i want that to be in sass or something meaning that we'll process those for you before we stitch it all together and show you what you're writing so a reason that some people use CodePen is like i don't want to have to set up Yes. CLI crap running. I want to click the SAS box. Yes. And then I'm writing SAS. And we will never change that. I mean, that's kind yeah. of a fundamental aspect of CodePen. But the like grocery store of technologies on the web yes. is is like that's a thing that you can almost bet on that yeah. that is going to grow, 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 grow. I mean, you, you literally can't go a week. We are here at Render ATL. There is somebody's going to tell you about a code processing tool of sorts that you have never heard of before. <laughs> Somebody's probably using this as an opportunity to announce one. Oh, is this like, are you giving away your talk? Like, No, I'm not. <laughs> somebody's going to be like, exclusive ah, scoop today. <laughs> I'm willing to bet my life savings that somebody has something planned to tell you about some code processing yeah. tool that will do that. And that's kind of cool. It can feel a little burnout-y and a little churny to be like, oh my God, you know, there's like a days since last JavaScript framework yeah. joke that always yes. gets flipped yes. down to zero days. And, and sometimes that's a little bit like, well, do we really need this? And sometimes it's like kind of cool, like good job, innovators, keep innovating. Well, uh, finally, I feel like that, you know, was it like this year or last year? You know, because after, you know, COVID, right, there was a little bit of a pause, I feel like, with innovation or I think I think the flow is, you know, because if you think about back in like 20, 2016, 2017, et cetera, right? It's mm -hmm. like, 
ooh, Angular, Alpha, Beta, React, new stuff. And you know, yeah, now we have modern React because there was all this development. Or, oh my god, what's this Vue thing that's on the block? Mm. Oh, Vue has all these GitHub stars. Is it better than React? And now all of a sudden, Vue's a thing. So you're seeing all this innovation, but we do like, um, you know, state of JavaScript where, you know, I, I like to get the maintainers together and like just talk about updates. Ooh, and it was spicy. You know, it's not that yeah. spicy. State of yeah, web components okay. can get spicy, okay? But uh, <laughs> state of JavaScript less spicy. It's interesting how much they all agree on from, you know. Well, it's hilarious because you listen to it and it's like, oh, well, we're refactoring for web performance to make this more performant. Oh, we're making mm -hmm. this smaller, we're doing a refactor. And it's like almost every single person was kind of going through the same thing. Same but then stuff. we got bored. Right then, JavaScript world, even though we say, oh, stop making so much change, then everybody gets bored because there's not new features to mess around with. I think you're right. I think there is a degree of like, let's just change stuff literally out of boredom, which is, <laughs> should be illegal. Should we do server-side rendering? Should we not? Should. Monolith? Or not? Like, <laughs> microservices? <laughs> yes or no? Like... But then now, you know, with like the Svelte, the Solid, the Quick, whatever, now there's all this innovation and excitement and instability and we're all excited about it. Then we're annoyed because the documentation sucks and it's hard to get started and this and that and whatever. You're good at this. Those are exactly the problem. You agree, right? Yeah, I do. And, and then... That, but but those, are, those are almost like the triple A's frameworks. <laughs> if you just go down a notch, there's probably about 40 more that right. wish they were quick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I would say kudos on you for just like for 10 years, like sticking to the mission of what CodePen is and, and not getting, you know, because I feel like, again, in, in the tech world, you can get thrashed so much, right? Should we do this? Should we do that? Oh, my gosh. What about this? What's the bright and shiny? Nobody's talking about us. Should we? Fortunately, there are some fundamentals, though, right? Like yeah. your website, when it gets to the browser, it really literally will be HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Yeah. Like, however it gets finagled on the way there and delivered, those technologies are the ones that are going to be parsed and executed by the browser to make the website. Yeah. So like that's kind of cool. It doesn't mean that you should ignore all the tooling and stuff, but but yeah, I mean that that's nice that that's consistent. You yeah. Know, if that was more shifting under our feet, that would be damn. I mean, I do get to talk about CSS at this conference and I mm -hmm. make a joke a little bit early on in the talk that's like because uh, because I'm specifically talking about CSS, nothing is vying for that role. Like, there's not like I wonder if CSS is going to be around in three years. It's definitely going to be. Right. Like, if there if it wasn't, then well, something would be even like trying. Well, do people feel like JavaScript's not going to be around? I guess WebAssembly was like. It's going to be WebAssembly. Nobody's going to write JavaScript anymore. At least that's in the realm of, of possibility. <laughs> like, maybe that could happen. It seems unlikely, especially legacy web and stuff. But at least that's a path that isn't, I yeah. don't know, that theoretically could happen. Whereas CSS, there's nothing even really vying for it yeah. other than you know an entirely new rendering layer or something. It's just it's totally implausible. But anyway, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. So as much innovation as there is in, in processing code, what it processes to changes more slowly. But I think the hot takes in CSS are tailwind or not. Oh, that's spicy, spicy. Spicy, spicy, yes. Yeah. And then it's like the, like, should we do inline, should we not? How are we going to do our CSS and our apps? Here's yeah. the 10 different ways. This way Fun is better. Though, right? Interestingly, yeah. whatever those answers are, at 
eventually it gets turned into CSS and get, gets to the browser, right? <laughs> so like you're still debating the processing layer, not the, the underlying layer, yeah. what actually happens in the browser. But I, it can be an opportunity. I mean, in some ways, without giving away the bar, that's kind of what I want to support at CodePen. It's a little unfortunate that a new framework can't drop this week and I can't send you a link that says, well, then go go play with it on CodePen because it, it might be that it requires just some processing that we're just not ready to support yeah. yet, and that's on us, not on you necessarily. You know, and I'd I'd like to for have you to to you know if we're using the grocery store metaphor to go shopping for the technologies that you want to use and use whatever the heck you want to do. Yeah. There's this one more point I want to make about. If you pick out one of those new technologies and then say, but I want my, my friends to come with it, like I still like SaaS, well, how does Quick and SaaS go together? Do you have any idea? I don't. I have no idea. I assume that there's some way well, that you, you can, can connect it. those tools together. <laughs> oh, surely, surely people that love Quick would tell you, would have some kind of answer to it. Maybe it's simple. Maybe it's not simple. Maybe yeah. it's elaborate or something. And sometimes they even happy path it. Like I think Next is so popular. Yeah. And SaaS is popular enough that those two have some kind of documentation page yep. on the Next docs. Most or they make a have little done that. Like they most have, of the new right? ones are like, Here's a happy path for X. I feel like yeah. SAS though, I mean, even back in like what, 20, 2016 or so, I feel like people, you know, everyone is creating happy paths. Do you not agree? You feel like No, I do aren't? agree. Okay. That's yeah. a happy path for one particular combination <laughs> of two very popular technologies. Yeah. But what if you like less? What yeah. if you want to try Lightning CSS, which is a new CSS processor from like the parcel team, right? What if you like that one? Where's the docs page that says how to use Next.js and yeah, and that. Oh, and then it gets harder when they're, they're lower level frameworks. Like Quick, Quick is new. They surely they haven't worried about a documentation page on how to use Quick and Lightning CSS together. Yeah, those are just two technologies. What if you're writing three, four, five technologies? How on earth do you wire those up together? That I think deserves an answer, and I'm hoping to someday be that answer. Do you feel like Stack Blitz? Um, and I know there's like other Stack Blitz. Like, but do you feel like StackBlitz is like, I don't know, tangentially competitive? Or oh, they're directly com competitive. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> well, in the Code Sandbox, I think I, yeah, so the Code Sandbox felt here, which mm -hmm. is exciting. Mm -hmm. They're both doing interesting innovations. Code Sandbox is doing the, like, I want to be part of your workflow, like yeah. fork anything on GitHub, and then make some stuff and set it up. Super cool GitHub integration. Yeah. They have AI stuff they just released. Right. I, I obviously am a little jealous of those things. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good job. You know, you're like, as a company, you look like you're on it. Yeah. If you send out an email that says, we just put AI in, that's good. <laughs> if you're like gunning for PC bucks or something, for. like you're doing the right stuff, yes. good, yeah. good job. And StackBlitz has been massively innovative. Yeah. They, they, they're they the ones that, that worked with Google and shipped Node in the browser, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's cool as heck. You can spin up a Next.js site on StackBlitz yep. with never hitting a server. Yep. Yeah, that's just yeah. cool. Yeah. Good job. But I, it, it does lead, I think it's cool that we can all exist and I can choose different places yes. to innovate. Yeah. And I'm hoping that none of us are right or wrong. Yeah. It's like, we're it's just, just pushing innovation forward. Things, right? It's like, oh, we're also bundle, super duper you know, community oriented. Yes. Not, that, not that they're not necessarily, yeah. but like, I. I never Copen has lose the best that. community. Yeah, yeah it's just true. like people making cool stuff and yeah. sharing it and like 
that's just always going to be important to me. Like yeah. you, I'm into the community I mean, aspect. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I think CodePen just, you know, I, I still remember when I was uh, asking Sarah Drasner, like, how she got started, and she was like, well, I did a bunch of stuff, and that didn't work, and then I made a b- bunch of code pens, and mm. uh, then those took off, and, you know, it's just like you you try and try again, but, like, her passion for just sharing sure things and helping. And it, she did, of course. Like, <laughs> like oh, I just tried a bunch of stuff that didn't work out, and then some, an suddenly artist. it worked out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But, um, but, you know, I think, because, uh, you know, I mean, so, I mean, you know, I've had pretty close relationship with the StackBlitz guys previously and um, you know like adding RxJS right I'm on the RxJS core team so like adding RxJS you know the team had to like go manually do it and then now all of a sudden you can use RxJS in StackBlitz Stack and it like works mm-hmm. fine but you know that what is RxJS again is it the reactive thing or? yes yeah, yes okay. yeah but it's like uh, it's um, stream I forget how it works. <laughs> is it a stream, is streams relevant to it? Though? Well, in this suite that we have, yes, you know, Ben will be here who wrote it, <laughs> so he can have lots of conversation. He was actually supposed to interview, but he's still on a plane. So thank you, Jessica, for stepping in. <laughs> oh, Jessica's the better replacement, anyway. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> who I needs Ben? I just forgot her robot. That's the only problem. I should have brought Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's gonna be so bad. He's gonna be like, oh my god, I. Yeah, but you can you know you can ask him later all about RxJS or or me whatever. But mm. the point is that I think like um, adding new technologies like that right is obviously like not very scalable right because somebody on the team has to kind of go and figure it out. And I don't know how long it took the team, but it wasn't like a a small effort to like add a new technology to be used in StackBlitz, right? Right. If you all can just like boom boom boom, it just happens. Oh my gosh, even cooler. So hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> But I think also, you know, it's interesting because you look at different technologies and different people and, you know, everybody in open source, like, you can't judge the success of a, like, of a project, let's say, right, on how many people are talking about it, how many whatever, because, you know, everybody who started these projects, who started these companies has different goals in life. Hmm. So, you know, I mean, is it... You know, your goals might be different from StackBlitz's goals, might be different from Code Sandbox's goals. And, you know, that really, I feel like, drives the technology as well, right? Like, you care about community. Mm. So CodePen is, like, known for the community that they've been able to build. Right. Right? Um, does we all have probably some, probably not too terribly dissimilar business goals, though. Like, we put a lot of our time and, and effort and blood and sweat and tears and all that stuff into this project, and I just want to keep it. Yeah, you know, well, some which people is, don't though. Well, no, no, I mean not keep it in terms <laughs> of uh, like I don't ever want to sell it because that's not true. We're definitely for sale. Come Hi, ten up. years. Yeah. <laughs> Microsoft, um, you listening? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's talk. You know, whatever. Uh, not not that, but that that like I I don't want to, whatever not failing is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. We have employees. You have a bunch of employees. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that, that comes with its own stress in a way. And yeah. the, the, what I don't want to happen is for us to somehow fall behind, screw up in some way, right. lose subscribers to the point where we can't pay it's those the constant people. Fear. We have it's to a make, constant fear as a, as yeah, a business owner. Yeah, right. And I'm pretty good at, at stuffing those fears down or, or, or fighting for them, you know. Yeah. Like we have a, um, a, a, some degree of, you know, we're freemium. They're yeah. all are. It would be 
tricky. How it would be hard not to be in our industry now because right. it's just like this expectation to have a free product to try, which means that we have. I don't know, one zillion times more free users than paid users. And you one know? zillion <laughs> times more maintenance <laughs> and for those users. And we've tried advertising as p part of the model to keep us where we are. And it's just some chunk of the pie. You yeah. Know? yeah. And that's been freaking horrible lately. You know, with all, you know, everybody hears about all the layoffs and stuff. But and the budget cuts. The, right, right. The layoffs come from budget cuts. And what else gets cut is stuff like online advertising yeah so that affects us which is too bad so you know so what do i do it's not like i'm like oh no we've mailed i'm like i'll put my boxing gloves on it's good right it's a fun challenge yeah <laughs> i mean two business owners here like yeah. definitely it's like oh these things are happening well let's Go have some fun and figure it out. Figure it out, yeah. Because yeah. I have that skill. I've figured or it out before and I'll figure it out Or we might fall over and die, you know? yeah. It's you figure it out or you fall over and die. I mean, you have yeah, two options here. Right. <laughs> I do like to be like, I always, you know, I cooked steaks at Applebee's for a while and it wasn't the end of the world, so there's always But that. did you ever dance to the Applebee's song? <laughs> the baby back one? Do you, do you know, no, no. No, that's chilly. The, uh, what's All the right. Apple, yeah. the <laughs> Applebee's <laughs> song? I don't remember it. You know no. the Applebee's song that was on TikTok where like everybody's dancing in front of Applebee's? <laughs> I do you know? not remember that. No. It's like the song about like date night at Applebee's. I'm and, too like, close to Montana. I can't risk having we're, it. We're playing it after this podcast. We're playing it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just we actually weave it in right here in your fancy software. Pause for Applebee's. Right. <laughs> But no, it was a uh, it was great having you and hanging out and chatting a little bit. Well, um, yeah, my really pleasure. excited about the stuff that's going to happen with Copen. Yeah. Really excited about all these uh, amazing acquisition offers you're about to have. Yeah. Microsoft, Google, uh, who uh -huh. else? Oh, Red, I don't know. Red Hat, Cloudflare. Uh, Cloudflare. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. You know. Yeah. Whose stock is doing well? Let's uh, have conversations. <laughs> Yeah. No. Or, I love or that poorly stuff, is fine too, because then when you buy us, it'll then go up. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, hell yeah, right? Yeah. So two billion dollars, good enough for you? Two bees? I'll sell oh, it for just one. two. Just two billion. <laughs> That's fine. So if I had to take one, I would. Oh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So where can we find you? I mean, I know Shop Talk Show is a great podcast. So definitely yeah, then I check just that use out. my name, Chris Coyer, C O Y I E R, which I. I've just been fortunate enough to uh, to just be, be able to not be anonymous online, you know? Not yeah. everybody's so lucky, but I just use my name everywhere. So GitHub, CodePen. So can we find your Twitter, hot takes about Mastodon. Tailwind on the internet? No, I don't have any hot takes oh. about I can't. You can't touch that. You just will be destroyed on the oh internet. Oh my gosh, this is so nice. <laughs> really? Do you really or not? Are you being, are you being facetious? <laughs> No, if I was, if I was gonna weigh in on it, I'd want to weigh in with a five thousand page or page <laughs> word article that yeah. covers all of the interesting reasons why one. You can't just be like is good or is bad. Yeah. We, you can't. Do not. That's like most go there. people. Yeah. <laughs> not with that technology. For some reason, it's the hottest button thing ever. Right. And despite what my hot button opinion may or may not be. I'm just gonna go around the conference and like whisper tailwind to people and see what happens. Like, see what kind of reaction. Do, do they get, get angry or like are they like this is the best? Thing? You know, Truly just. Truly an agent of chaos. <laughs> no, God. I'm all about community and bringing people together. And, well, that's like, not gonna bring people together. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that will tear it apart. Through chaos. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you so much again for having us, and we hope to see you again soon. Oh, you had me, so I appreciate it, and yeah. Oh yeah, that's I, right. I appreciate the sweet. <laughs> it's a sweet, sweet. Yes. Cheers. Come on.
This podcast is sponsored by this.labs, a framework agnostic consultancy that specializes in JavaScript. You can find them at this.co slash labs. That's T-H-I-S-D-O-T dot C-O slash labs. For all of your friends and you. Shout it, yeah! Queries do, so come on, let's go, cause we got a show for you.